0: It's time to watch the Muppets with special guest Dudley Moore.
1: It's time to play the music. It's time to light the lights. It's time to meet the Muppets on the of Show tonight. I thought you were gonna say oh glaucoma.
0: Oh, it runs glaucoma. in my family. It does. <laughs>
1: You know what gla- glaucoma is? No. I think the way I understand glaucoma is that there's like your eyeball has like too much pressure in it.
0: So it like it's.
1: You have to put drops in your eyes to relieve the pressure. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But isn't that awful. the one where
0: your eyes are like milky? I've or no, that's it. cataracts. Oh, yeah, that's cataracts. Eye shit is so gross. Oh, God. I don't want to have to deal with that kind of stuff.
1: I don't either. But I
0: will because I, bad eyes like that run in my family. Yeah. You, we have that like weird disease that like fukes dystrophy, where like you're um you get tunnel vision in your oh in your God. cornea for no reason and stuff. No. Yeah, no, thank you, Megan. It's time to watch the Muppets.
1: It is. Uh, good morning, good evening, good and morning. good night.
0: And I, I feel like if we both are a little ya. foggy today.
1: Yeah, definitely, I'm, I'm a little foggy. It.
0: Oh, okay. So we watched the Dudley Moore episode.
1: Dudley Moore, a.k.a. Arthur. What else has he been in?
0: Airing in the U.K. on October 28th, 1979, and in the U.S. on October 25th, 1979. You want to just jump into who is Dudley Moore? Yeah, jump yeah. into
1: it, because you know what? I forgot my drink in the other room.
0: Dudley Moore was a British actor. Oh, was, first of all. Oh,
1: <laughs> dun, <no>. dun, dun, dun.
0: <laughs> was a British actor and comedian, perhaps best known to American audiences for playing the title character in 1981's comedy, Arthur. More... Uh, also appeared in the 1981 TV special, The Muppets Go to the Movies, what? and in the 1989 Piggies Hollywood.
1: Wow, I never heard of any of these specials. Moore
0: died on March 27, 2002, the same day <gasps> as his fellow Muppet Show guest star, as fellow Muppet Show guest star Milton Berle, a progressive, spranuncular palsy, PSP.
1: That's wild. I wonder who the third death was because you know how like people Oh, die yeah. There's dies. always like in three. There's two. Yeah.
0: So Dudley Moore was... I didn't know he was so musically inclined. Megan. Why? He died in Plainfield, New Jersey. That's kind of way wild. That's like Princeton, right? That's where Dr. House works from the show House. Princeton, Prince- Plains Plainsfield University Hospital or whatever. Oh,
1: Plainfield though isn't by Princeton. Plainfield is by like...
0: No, it's not. Plainfield is, like, by you. Well, yeah. more by you it's, than it's, Princeton.
1: Yeah, it's definitely not.
0: Maybe, maybe is it Princeton Plain?
1: Plainsboro. Plainsboro. Plainsboro is near Princeton. Why
0: does New Jersey have so much of this nonsense? I
1: don't know. Like, Belm- Belmaw. Yeah, Belmaw.
0: And Belmar. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I love it. Uh, okay, so we watched <coughs> the Dudley Moore episode. Dudley Moore, what else? I know he was in, like, other movies. I am going to look through this really quick. Um... Woof. There was a sequel to Arthur.
1: There was a Oh, he was sequel? in Santa
0: Claus, the movie. I've heard of that. Not the um, Santa Clauses. <laughs> I did not create this segue deliberately, but do you want to take one quick second to talk about how bad the Santa Claus yes, is? Yes, I do. Is on I wanna take Plus? five
1: quick seconds.
0: Megan, that show sucks. Okay. You only watched the first one, right?
1: And I had to watch it in two parts because I couldn't <laughs> even handle it. It's like
0: 22 minutes and you're like, I can't do this. You I, it first
1: off. of all, cannot do this. Juliet from Lost is his wife. When did that happen?
0: Elizabeth Mitchell married him in the second movie. The second movie is called The Mrs. Claus. Like it, it, it turns out that like Santa Claus starts to lose his powers because he needs a Mrs. Claus.
1: Oh, so this is the second time he's losing his powers? and his... This is
0: like the third time in four things that he's losing his powers, yeah.
1: Oh, the third one was about him losing the his powers? The third one, yeah.
0: He starts to lose his powers to Jack Frost, I think, or something. Jack Frost is played by Martin Short, and apparently, oh. the, movie's te- apparently the movie's terrible. I know, and that's my exact you thought. You saved is, oh. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so,
1: Juliet from Lost and Tim Allen, oh, God, they have no chemistry. No
0: chemistry.
1: <laughs> None. None. No, zero. Uh
0: Two kids, no chemistry.
1: The whole family has no chemistry. I know they don't like working together. No, or it's just Tim Allen holding court and everybody living around him.
0: It truly is. It's so weird. So this whole show's premise is that, like, basically, kids are rotten these days, and and corporations are taking over a holiday present delivery. Who
1: needs Santa when you have Jeff Bezos? And, like, so the
0: company that the Jeff Bezos type, Cal Penn's character plays is called Everything Now. So I'm like, Arcade Fire needs to come for their necks. Like, yeah. this is a parody thing that Arcade Fire did. Did. Like, five years ago. Yeah. A whole album about consumerism.
1: Well, it just got to Tim Allen last year. Oh, yeah. And it came to him, and he goes, "This is a, I got a great pitch. <laughs> Disney+. Plus. And
0: so, like, the panel where, like, Santa Claus is sitting with the head elf, and they have, like, on the screen, it's, like, this little boy called Donovan. And she's like, oh, well, he um, he acts out in school and stuff. And Santa Claus is like, naughty. naughty. And then the, the other elf is like, mm, sorry, Santa, but he's actually not naughty. He has this is ADHD. T- a typical ADHD. He's just acting out or whatever. And then she's like, also, we don't call the kids naughty anymore. They're misunderstood. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Tim Allen's like... Right-wing stank is all over this show of, like, you can't even call kids bad these So this days. is
1: my bitch. If you're gonna go full right wing, uh-huh. get Juliet from Lost out of there. Get Kirsty Alley in there. Yes. Kirsty Alley uh-huh. is the new Mrs. Claus, yep. and guess what? She still smokes cigarettes. So I pinch <laughs> that she's there, and she <laughs> is like a smoking, a cigarette smoking. Okay, I love this. Mrs. Claus. <laughs>
0: Kirsty Alley is cigarette smoking Mrs. Claus. They're gonna make Christmas great again. Yeah, they're just yeah. That's it. I love this. No, but
1: this is great. <laughs>
0: The one thing that I will say that I loved about it so 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 much was the way it opened on the little girl Sarah, mm-hmm. who um, had given Santa Claus lactate from the first from the first movie Santa Claus, and having Casey Wilson play her in the oh yeah in the TV show was wonderful. Casey Wilson is always so goddamn funny. <laughs>
1: I don't know. She would be that girl, though. She absolutely would be. I love her so much. I feel like
0: she existed in a whole other TV show that I want to watch more of versus what we ended up getting with the rest of this episodes.
1: Yeah, she seems like the most amazing person, Casey Wilson. In
0: the second episode, if you do deem it worthy to go back to try... I mean, I have to for the
1: podcast. We have to have the Santa Claus moment, so...
0: (laughs) There's a lot of good moments in it where... um, Juliet from Lost, as you call her, Elizabeth Mitchell, begins to wonder what Mrs. Ro- Mrs. Claus's role is in
1: the whole thing. Uh, does she, she call Michelle Obama on the phone and they have a whole? <laughs> okay, my new pitch. If we're sticking with Juliet from Lost, mm-hmm. she teams up with Michelle Obama, and okay. Michelle Obama saves Christmas okay. <laughs> by teaching Juliet from Lost how to get Santa Spark back.
0: Okay. Oh, we just do how Stella got her groove back with Santa Claus. Yeah,
1: and Michelle Obama. And Michelle
0: Obama. I like it. (laughs) But so Elizabeth Mitchell starts to like. She goes, "Well, what's what's Mrs. Claus's name?
1: Mm -hmm. She's never name."
0: And like, so she. Her
1: old name was Carol. Carol, yeah,
0: and like. Like, Christmas yeah. Carol, Carol. of the Bells, Christmas Carol, yeah, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But it's, I, I thought a lot of this stuff with her is really funny. She really starts to unravel by the second episode. Okay. All and right, she so asks this is more, more questions about, like, why does she have to have this ugly bun in her hair and everything? Oh, is,
1: oh, it's is really she going to, like, get hot again and stop dressing like that? Oh, yeah,
0: she gets hot. But uh, Spoilers. Okay. Again.
1: Spoilers. New pitch. <laughs> <laughs> She contacts Michelle Obama. This
0: is the comedy rule of threes (laughs) in perfect execution, Megan. Okay, what's your third new pitch? Uh,
1: My new pitch is that I'm adding on to the second Mm -hmm. pitch, right? So Michelle Obama is like she gets some advice from Michelle Obama. Then she wants to get her style back, right? Mm -hmm. So Fran Drescher comes in. Oh. Yeah, and the crew from the nanny dress her in
0: 2022. Who better to help style Mrs. Claus than the nanny herself? Or, or they just use,
1: or on top of this, this other pitch, uh, they just use the clothes from the nanny, and we don't talk about it. We go
0: back to the old set, and we just the wardrobe closet is completely intact. And everyone goes,
1: "This is familiar. I remember that when the nanny fine got mad at Heather (laughs) Biblo." (laughs) <laughs> and Danny you
0: Fully let the oh, nanny gosh, take sorry. over your pop culture uh, I'm
1: sorry, I'm obsessed purview. with the nanny
0: Alright, Megan, let's We need to All
1: right, Unpack we it We need to get this We'll started. save the rest of the Santa Claus talk for the next episodes yes. coming up
0: absolutely Why
1: don't you get me
0: Cold open When Scooter steps into the guest star's dressing room He finds Dudley Moore trying to tune his piano He asks Scooter to give him an A Scooter complies by shooting one from the ceiling.
1: So I'm having a bit of trouble getting this piano in tune. Can you give me an A?
0: Sure. Easy. <laughs> when this started, I lost my fucking mind and I said, Who gave Scooter a gun? <laughs> Scooter has a fully loaded gun, and he's like, okay. He
1: I know who gave him a gun. Ceiling. Fucking Benson and Hedges up in the <laughs> up in the window. They definitely gave him a gun. <laughs>
0: Fucking Benson and Hedges. Speaking of Benson and Hedges, Waldorf warns Statler in the opening titles that the show has been bu- may have been bugged and we get to see one of the Beatles from a f- the next segment.
1: Speaking of bugs, you know what movie I watched the other day?
0: Did you watch A Bug's Life? No. Oh, you watch Ants? No. would you watch
1: then? <laughs> Men in Black 1. Oh! With those like we got a bug and he's like dri the guy's like dripping cockroaches out of his arm. We watched so
0: okay that movie features a wonderful cameo by Tony Shalhoub. Oh, he da- yeah, and I love it. I watched Adam's Family Values and I had my realization like I do every year when I watch that movie around Thanksgiving that Tony Shalhoub is in that movie too. Oh
1: my god, he that's a Thanksgiving a random, movie.
0: It's a Thanksgiving movie. He plays a random member of the Navy. In like the bar that um, Joan Cusack is dancing in when she thinks she blew up the house. Macho, macho man. Man. Okay, Okay.
1: I have to watch that movie. It's on my list. Where's it streaming?
0: It's streaming on (laughs) Parrr. It's on Netflix. Okay. Because Netflix has the new Wednesday series coming out. Oh yeah,
1: so they also got that. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna watch that.
0: Yeah, it's it's, uh, the Thanksgiving, the first Thanksgiving play.
1: (gasps) Eat me. I love that movie.
0: A talented group of young unknowns performs the opening number, a bug band, sing She Loves You. This yeah, made me laugh yeah. so much. With the Beatles. Because I feel like we've done a lot of Beatles talking yeah. lately, or talking around the Beatles at least.
1: Or at least getting the rights to the Beatles songs. This was a neat
0: rendition of this song, too. Like, I don't know, I feel like they actually put their own spin on it, you know? I liked it at one point, one of these Beatles has like a funky nose. And it looks like he's yeah. playing his nose like some sort of a, a flute or a saxophone or something. I thought that was pretty cool. I
1: felt like that was like very Star Wars, asking away. It
0: was. Oh yeah, maybe that is like. There's like a dude who does that.
1: Mm-hmm. Working on both sides.
0: So backstage, Kermit the Frog recommends that the Bug Band find a new name for their group, one that meant. And then one of them mentions the Grateful Dead as a possibility. Kermit asks the Who, and Alexander Beetle says. That's already been done. Yeah. Dudley Moore approaches Kermit to ask if they're ready for his number yet. Kermit says they're not ready yet. The band doesn't know the arrangements to accompany him. Dudley has brought in his own accompaniment in the form of Mama, the musical and mood management apparatus. Did you notice that, like, Dudley says apparatus really weird? I'm going to insert noise clip of Dudley Moore's pronunciation of the word apparatus here. Apparatus. (laughs) <laughs> I love this stupid robot. And that Kermit, like, referred to it as, like, some, like, Star Wars reject or yeah. something. Like, he's like, I don't know what this is. And then it plays all of, like, the Muppet Show oh. theme and, like, different yeah. styles and everything. I thought this was really cool.
1: And the Star Wars episode is the season, right? Weekend.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I wonder if we'll see uh, this yeah. thing return yeah. then. Because it looks like it has its own entry in the wiki. Yeah,
1: it's back. It's so really it does
0: kind of hop around. It's even in the comic book at some oh, point. That's oh, pretty cool. This guy.
1: Gee,
0: hey, could we use it for our next? Number? Okay, oh. so now the music. What did we call this again? The music and mood management apparatus now accompanies the at the dance segment. Oh, I know. As I they do I at the thought uh, yes. I thought this was really a cool way to bring back this segment and merge Fozzie's bad comedy segment together to make it more of a platform for Fozzie to tell jokes instead. It merged two things that, you know, it's very chocolate peanut butter, we made a Reese's cup kind of thing, you know? I
1: think so, too. So... I like how you put that.
0: (laughs) At the disco, Fozzie Bear tells all jokes at the dance. All of them are terrifically awful. The dancers let him know it, but Fozzie is persistent and <laughs> continues with his act.
1: I think it's funny that the dancers just heckle him.
0: I loved the, like, the disco cow tech when he sees the cow. Oh, yeah. And then he, like, doubles down when he sees a fish and he calls it a fish-co-tech or whatever. I'm like, this is fucking so dumb.
1: So dumb. So dumb.
0: Next, Dudley plays Mama Don't Allow with the backup of Mama... Dr. Thieves refers to Mama as a musical garbage can. (laughs) Floyd Pepper, I was pausing for you to do, hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man, adds, playing musical garbage. The Electric Mayhem members are against the machine, particularly since it means they won't be getting paid. I loved that they saw this as like an immediate, like, oh, this is a scab. This machine is a scab. It's here to not get paid and to make subpar music, which means we are out on the fucking street
1: you got to protect your job.
0: Mama Don't Allow struck me as, like, familiar.
1: Mama, throw Mama from the train. You have to watch that movie still. I can't believe you haven't seen it yet.
0: I still have not seen it. I'm very, very sorry.
1: Billy Crystal. Why do I feel like this movie keeps
0: coming up in my life, though?
1: Because the universe is like, just watch it, dog. Oh,
0: the other day I was talking to my mom on the phone, Mama, and um, <laughs> we were talking about how... Um, the rest areas on the Garden State Parkway in New Jersey have been renamed after famous celebrities in New Jersey. Liz and I had taken her, her aunt,
1: John Bon Jovi, down
0: down the parkway the other day when she was visiting from California and we had to stop at the John Bon Jovi rest area. And, um, I said, as we were pulling into it,
1: in Sayreville, New Jersey,
0: I was like, oh man, like. I heard there's a hologram of Bon Jovi in here that you're supposed to be able to see and, like, a platinum record and, like, a guitar or something. So she was like, oh, my God, that's insane. We have to stop here for sure then. So we stopped, and, like, they deactivated the hologram, hologram, apparently, like, a couple months ago, which sucks.
1: Lame.
0: We were, you know, we saw the record and whatever, and I was explaining to Beth how, like, they renamed them all after celebrities, and she's a huge Bruce Springsteen fan, and how the Asbury Park one, they had offered to Bruce Springsteen, and he declined. Mm-hmm. He said, "No, he doesn't. You know, whatever." So now we're heading south. So that
1: should be Danny DeVito. The
0: Megan. That's what we. My mother was talking about. We're heading south, or Jack Nicholson, and we approached. That's what I pitched also. We approached the Beverly Cleary rest area, and I was like, "Yeah, this is what we ended up with." Instead, we got like Ramona and Beesus rest area instead. You know, and she was like, "Oh, oh. man." I'm like, yeah, I guess that was probably supposed to be Bruce Springsteen. And my mother said, yeah, they should have just given it to Danny DeVito.
1: hundred percent. Danny DeVito single-handedly is like paying for like Asbury Park to be restored. So
0: then I said to her, I'm like, yeah, fuck a hologram. Danny DeVito will stand in that rest area and yeah, talk to you about himself exactly. all hours of the day. He doesn't care. Or like, <laughs>
1: She's
0: you like- can
1: <laughs> FaceTime Danny. <laughs> yeah.
0: She's like, yeah, I've seen those Jersey Mike's commercials. I'm I- <laughs> sure he'll do anything. Every time you order a hot sub from Jersey Mike's, it's grilled fresh right in front of you. The sizzling, the chopping, the spatula. That's why I bring this. I call it dinner and a show. (laughs) The spatula. Oh my God. (laughs) All right, so where are we now? Backstage, Floyd demands to know what's with the electric no-man band. Kermit calls calls it an experiment, but Floyd won't allow it. He says, listen, Turtlebait, just because it can play for Dudley Moore, don't mean it can play for the rest of the show. I really love that they're like ready to fully have like a mutiny. Over oh, this. yeah.
1: And they should, Good rightly so. Yeah.
0: They're the backbone of this shit, man.
1: Mm-hmm. Sick animal after them.
0: Rolf, dejected, decides to get a new job with a monkey looking for an organ grinder, while the rest of the band create a united front against Kermit. I don't like that Rolf won't team up with the Mayhem. The mayhem are, it's, we got Dr. Teeth, we got Floyd, we got Janice, we got Zoot, and we got Animal. This is the scrappiest group of motherfuckers well, on the maybe show. Maybe
1: Rolf just doesn't want to be, he's like, I'm a solo guy.
0: He's, oh, I play classical I piano. was famous
1: in Europe before you guys I sold were. <laughs> coffee before
0: you guys even had eyeballs on your yeah. felt, you know?
1: Exactly. I think, I think it's like that. Doctor, but I guess also Jim can't play both Dr. Teeth and Ralph at the same time. I, mean, I didn't even think
0: of that fighting with Kermit. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. not a thing we can – we can't show that, so.
1: And just like, Frank, uh, what do you think about the changing the scene up a little bit? It's like, I just can't play all these characters at <laughs> once, man. Uh,
0: our next segment is Pigs in Space. The swine train is being pursued by a mysterious object Dr. Julius Strang- Strange Pork announces over the intercom – that he has discovered the object's identity, but will not reveal what it is after he has made an entrance.
1: What? I love Pigs in Space. I feel like we haven't seen them in a little while it, either. They're so goofy and dumb. Mm-hmm.
0: This one I loved especially because, like, so this Mama thing starts playing music over its intercom. And it plays, like, this, like, dumb, dumb music yeah. behind Link. And Link addresses it. He's like... Wait, why does the music sound dumb after everything I do or say or whatever? And then like Piggy's like, forget this, I'm out of here and it plays like this like, wah, 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 <laughs> like sultry music as she's wa- as she's walking out. It was very funny.
1: That is funny. Have we talked
0: We have, right? About how Miss Piggy's like probably one of the best drag characters that's existed? Because I feel like this is furthering that. Oh like, yeah. This-
1: like she's a drag icon. She's uh, a legend.
0: She has to be, right? Yeah. Like, Th-
1: those wigs, those eyes, those <laughs> lashes, you know what I mean? The curves,
0: the, the sizzling, the chopping, the spatula, and padding. We're changing it all up yeah. too. Uh okay. Uh, this was a really uh, This was a really weird UK spot. Yeah. Cuz it like didn't even seem like a UK spot. Can you remind me what it was? The UK spot in a parody of old films and soap operas. Oh artists, shit. The UK spot. Cut I know, I'm going to, I'm resetting. Sorry. The UK spot. In a parody of old films and soap operas, Kermit arrives in Miss Piggy's dressing room for Miss Piggy for Miss Piggy has the most important question to ask. The answer to the question could make Piggy very happy. Romantic music swells. Oh, this as was Piggy the UK prepared- spot. Yeah, it doesn't even this
1: was weird.
0: My dressing room sink is stopped up again. Mm-hmm. But Piggy will not let her out of her dressing, will not let Kermit out of her dressing room. For she fears something evil oh, lurks in yeah. the other side of the door. As frightening music builds, Kermit struggles to get past Miss Piggy. Finally, the truth behind the door is revealed. It's Mama. It's Mama. Mama.
1: At least they included Mama in the UK spot. That
0: did feel weird, because usually the UK spot is something like Random. so other.
1: Yeah, they kept you know? it a part of the episode.
0: It's almost, in, not integral, but it you know, it couldn't be used anywhere else because who would care about this robot?
1: Not until episode? after, yeah. Well.
0: Okay, then we go to in Dudley's dressing room, he's singing Strictly for the Birds while he plays his piano. Soon, though, he is confronted by Floyd and Animal, who will come to talk about Dudley's music machine. Dudley says it's the best Dudley says it is best to express their feelings on the matter, and the band's feeling is that that cheap jive jukebox is going to put an end to the to the gig for the band. I can't do this. I tried it twice. I don't know why sometimes reading this shit. It doesn't even seem like it's like in English. It's also let alone like, normal sentence structures. I wonder if
1: whoever wrote this got this description like from like let's say the back of a box <laughs> and then like tried to insert things but like kept like pieces and didn't like pre- edit it together. To it's Yeah, it's really weird.
0: Needless to say, Dudley does not get to his get his point across. So they basically just went in to go like try to rough him up yeah. over this machine also. They're they're gonna get their voice heard no matter who they have to scream it at. I love these guys. Um The Electric Mayhem, this is like really them putting their best foot forward. Hopefully this is good things for that future T V show that we're gonna see soon.
1: I keep forgetting that. I know. They're getting a new show. Because it doesn't really make
0: sense that it's I, them.
1: But it's also like, I'm so, I'm like not over Jim's death uh-huh. and the fact that like Frank won't be in it or anything. <laughs> like I'm what? just not over it. Uh-huh. I just lot.
0: saw today on Disney Plus, there's a new um, reality special <clears throat> called like The Great Snowdown that I'm going to watch this week also.
1: It's not about Edward Snowdown.
0: I will have to report back, Megan. I do not know if Edward Snowden is in the special, but it's um, it's I think five different groups have to create have to create sculptures out of snow, and it's hosted by Titus Burgess. Oh, cool! And Kermit the Frog. And t- at least two of the ice sculptures, snow sculptures that they show, so, are Muppet related.
1: That's so weird. I know.
0: There's this weird push for the Muppets lately. I watched a couple of weeks ago. They did Muppet Night on The Masked Singer. They had the Muppets in that that holy. That, you don't think that Disney golf show is just holy moly.
1: Disney owns them, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: well, all Disney, Disney
0: owns Fox, who does The Masked Singer, and you know all this. Like, yeah. it's all this synergy for sure. But like, synergy to what end? Like. Why are you trying to remind us who the Muppets are? What do you have planned, you know? Or is it just like... Maybe
1: Kermit's going to run for president in
0: 2024. Wow. I didn't even think of that. They just reinstated Kermit's Twitter account, right? Yeah. Elon had a poll. He put (laughs) it on Twitter. And everyone voted that they should give Kermit the Frog back his Twitter account. (laughs) Even though Kermit the Frog almost incited an insurrection. (laughs) Right? Like, no, it's fine. We'll give Kermit back his...
1: (laughs) Kermit's a womanizer. (laughs)
0: Uh Kerman's definitely a pest. Yeah, we Oh fuck. Alright, back on track. Gonzo requests complete silence as he recites the words of Percy Bish Shelley. Percy Bish Shelley. I wish my while... name
1: my last name had Bish in it. Sub <laughs> <What's up>, Bish
0: <laughs> While defusing a bomb. But he is interrupted by Mama. An explosion ensues. A better finish than Gonzo had hoped for. So the explosion now has destroyed Mama. All that I can't—I say Mama every time I feel like, like from Gilbert Grape or something.
1: Oh my God! All that it will play now is
0: Japanese Japanese Kabuki music. Uh, With the machine wreck, Kermit meekly requests that the band finish the show and promises to never think about hiring another band. This is not the first time the band has been like threatened with their job, so Kermit needs to remember, you know. After much deliberation and animals voting no, The Electric Mayhem agreed to Kermit's terms. And they begin to play with Dudley Moore. They perform How High the Moon as the theater falls apart around them. That song was, like, good. What is How High the Moon? How High the Moon is a jazz standard by Morgan Lewis and Nancy Hamilton. It is considered to be one of Ella Fitzgerald's signature songs. In 51, in 51, recording by Les Paul and Mary Ford it reached number one on the Billboard charts. The Muppets performed it. <laughs> this song is going to be used in a UK spot in episode in season five, episode 24. Which I think it's the series finale. Oh. That's really weird.
1: When they were like, they were just like, when is this show going?
0: <laughs> I guess so. They're like, all right, let's use this song that we used Oh my before. God. So now at closing, Dudley sets a repaired mama to play a medley of songs over the end credits. This was, like, a pretty good episode.
1: No, it was a good episode, for sure. I feel like it's... I liked it. Yeah. It, it was, the pacing was good.
0: Yes. The pacing was good. Yeah. I feel like the pacing on all of these episodes has gotten better. In episodes is... in the past, we've definitely... You know, you click that button to be like, okay, how many mm-hmm. more minutes? Yeah, okay, exactly. That was the Where UK am spot. I? Is this halfway or is this, you Where know? Where am I in the episode? Uh-huh.
1: Do I pause it? <laughs> yeah.
0: Do I have to do this in three seasons? Yeah. <laughs> so next week, Meg, we're going to watch the Arlo Guthrie episode.
1: Who's Arlo? Ar- or tell us next time. Or- I'll tell us
0: next time. But the premise for this episode is thin. Yeah. You ready? It's a sentence. For guest star Arlo Guthrie, the stage is turned into a farmhouse. The Swedish chef plays a home-cooked meal... Plant.
1: He plans <laughs> one.
0: <laughs> For guest stowa- I almost said stawa, Like, with a weird list. For guest For guest, stowa- <laughs> For guest star Arlo Guthrie, the stage is turned into a farmhouse. The Swedish chef plans a home-cooked meal, but fails to deliver. That is the premise of that episode. Like... Spoiler alert. We watched that episode. This is a shit premise. It is. Whatever. All right. So that's
1: what was going on during this episode. <laughs> yeah, I
0: guess. Like, I don't know. Yeah. that's very strange. It um, wasn't
1: like a story. But I guess if you read that <coughs> sentence, it makes sense.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're kind of right. All right. We'll get into it in the next one. Um, until next week, you can follow us online at ittwgm. Right now we're on Twitter, I guess, for as long as I don't know if Twitter still exists. By the time this episode comes out, I guess we'll see. We're also on Instagram. You can follow us along both both of those platforms. Um, you can always message us. We would really message love that. Message us. And uh, until next week. Thanks for the gumball.
1: Definitely more.